morning. Good morning. Good morning, saints of God. And a warm welcome to you, everyone. For this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's time now to begin our 11 a.m. Sunday morning worship service. This being the fourth Sunday, our youth choir, along with our talented and anointed musicians, will be blessing us today, as usual, with a joyful noise unto the Lord today. Now, to you that's on live stream, we greet you also in like manner, and ask if you will to contact your family, friend, and your neighbors, invite them to join us. Let them know that they also will be given the opportunity to be blessed through their giving later on in the service. Now join me as we invite the presence of God's Spirit into this place. God, all glory and honor, adoration and praise belong to you. Prepare us to Heavenly Father through your active presence of your Spirit to come before you rightly Enlighten our understanding, purify our every desires. Quicken our wills, Lord, and strengthen every right purpose. Move in this house, Lord. God, anoint us afresh for the kingdom service. Let there be no hindrance in our worship, no distraction in our praise, no hesitation in our hallelujahs. Direct this hour, dear Lord, of worship to the magnifying of your name and the enduring good of us all, your children, your servants. Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, stand to your feet. We're going to give him glory this morning because he deserves it. Here we go. You're all I need. You're all I need. Every breath you breathe. Every breath you breathe through me. You're all I need. You're all I need. Let your river flow.
Anybody thankful this morning? Song says, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, thank him this morning. Oh, I thank you. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, I thank you, Lord. season of thanksgiving I recognize that we couldn't have gotten here had it not been for you Lord let's pause just for a few minutes to thank the Lord for all the many blessings he has bestowed upon each of us the Lord we come now with thanksgiving in our hearts thanking you for the blessings of this church this community this land and country Oh God, we come as your humble servants, your children, asking you again 
and thanking you again for forgiving us of our sins. Oh God, you didn't have to do it, but you loved us so that you sacrificed your only son, that little old boy like me might have a right to the tree of life. Thank you for our pastor, his family, our board of deacons, and every auxiliary of this church. I ask, oh God, you would put a pen in us to make us go outside of these walls and tell your story. Oh God, I, I love you now. We all do. We ask only one other thing this morning, that you would give us your power, that we may, that we may do the things that you will be proud of us. For it is in your darling son Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Thanksgiving. We're so glad to be here. And in this season, we're going to only thank him for all he's done for us. We want to thank him for the blood he has shed for us. In that vein, we're going to sing the blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on Calvary, we'll never lose his power.
said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking, up, taking him up into a high mountain, shewed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All his power will I give thee, and the glory of them. For that is delivered unto me, and I to whomever, to whomsoever I will give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered, said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt not worship the Lord, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem, and set him on a pinnacle of temple, and said unto him, if thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee, and their hands they shall bear thee, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. going to invoke the power of the Lord into this house today. Come with me and pray if you will. Most gracious and eternal Father, we come. We come, Father, as humble as we know how. Thanking you for all the things you've done up to this day. Realizing and knowing that all things that you've done and that you will do, you're doing it for our best. We thank you for this church and all church doors that are open in your name, Father. And we ask this morning that as you continue, just let your spirit roll through these walls and roll through this church. That you do the same all churches that's open in this day. 
Continue to watch over us and keep us all diligent to your name, to your word. We continue to do what you've already done for us. That you have sacrificed your son Jesus for our sins, that we had a right to live. And Father, as we go through this service, let some word be given to some lost soul. That as they continue to do what they're doing, that they walk with you and talk with you and, and realize that you are our own. We ask this morning, Father, as we're given this day, that you continue to just help us to get through the rest of this week. Realizing that we're thankful for Thanksgiving, but we're also thankful for your son, Jesus. We're thankful for you, Father, and all the things that you've done for us. And Father, we ask this day that you watch over all those who are on the power of the ministry for this church. That they continue to minister in your name. And Father, as we give in the word, watch over us as we do your will. And watch over this community. Bless our children, our elderly, those who are sick and shut in. And Father, bless those who are on deathbed. And we ask that we continue to lift up your name, that we lift your name up in power, in unison, and in love for one another. We thank you for our pastor and his family and their absence, and we ask that you continue to watch over them in a mighty way. But as we also go forward, Father, bless us in a mighty way, that we continue to live the word the way you have already asked us to do, through your son Jesus. We ask this prayer in the ultimate name of your son Jesus, we do pray that our hearts say amen. Good morning, K Chapel. Please join me in our responsive reading. I will give thanks to the Lord because of his righteousness and will sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. Congregation. peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. Altogether, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy, and I will give thanks to him in song. God's word for God's people. Good morning. Our congregation will gather together. They have a heart. They have a heart. Sing.
Now you're back in the hands of the bullpen. to participate in this exciting new ministry entitled Girl Power. Applications for this ministry are available now and can be picked up in the Old Fellowship Hall and should be completed and returned by December the 15th. Girl Power sessions will occur the third Saturday of each month from 9.30 a.m. until 11.30. Lunch will be served and the meetings will take place during the month of January through May and August through December. Be sure to mark your calendars for the upcoming annual Christmas cantata the cantata will take place here at Cade on Sunday, December the 15th at 4 p.m. Have a wonderful and joyous Thanksgiving, Cade Chapel. And please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events. And to share your ministry news with the Cade Chapel family, just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the Cade Chapel app. But be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. Thank you. Um, we would just like to say to everyone, we know you're going to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Just don't eat too much. <laughs> Amen. Um, I was reminded by Sister Coleman, and I really thank her, that there is one run out this coming Tuesday in the second congressional district for election commissioner just that one seat but now don't think that you know you, you got the second congressional congressman Benny Thompson in don't think just about that think about this is the person that helps us keep elections straight so we need that person and if you don't know who to vote for go see Mary Coleman on the parking lot later amen uh, we would like to also just thank all of those who went to Greenville this week for the uh, General Missionary Baptist State Convention. Uh, we had a wonderful women's delegation. Let's give our women a hand uh, under the leadership of Sister Mary Coleman and others who went for the men's division and for the Urshas division as well as, as the minister's division. So let us keep our pastor lifted up as he still pursues. We know that election is still in the harper but we know what is going to happen. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Good morning. It is time for our benevolent offering. And during this season of Thanksgiving, a lot of us have been truly blessed. Some of us richly blessed. Let us give back. If we are truly thankful, let us give back to someone that's less fortunate than what we are. And for those of you that are worshiping with us via live screen, there should be a number at the bottom of your screen that you can participate as well. Thank you.
Amen. We will praise you for the rest of our days. Praise ye the Lord. Let us pray. Awaken us to the claims of your will, O God, and stir us with a passion for your kingdom that we may respond at this time not only with our gifts, but also with our lives. Amen. Good morning. It is the time that we recognize all of our visitors. If you are not a member of this church, whether you're visiting for the first time, the 10th time, the 100th time, if you are not a member of this church, we're going to ask that you would stand that we could recognize you. Will all visitors please stand? All visitors, please stand. Amen. We'd like to thank you for coming out and worshiping with us at this time. We ask that if you don't have a church home, please consider us. And if you do have a church home, whatever your schedule allows, we ask that you come back and visit us at any time possible. But while you're here at Kate Chapel, we're going to give you something that you only get here at Kate Chapel. Go, Pat.
this time you will feel you will receive information on those you can minister to during this next week. We ask that you continue to pray for all of our bereaved families. Mr. Robert Johnson lost his mother, Eula Dean Johnson. The funeral arrangements are incomplete at this time. Our First Lady, Lucretia Buck Buckley, lost her uncle, Mr. Frank Wilson. That funeral was held on yesterday here in Jackson. Brother Elverse Alexander lost his mother, Miss Bessie Lee Alexander. That funeral was also held on yesterday in Glustad. We have in the hospital Brother Kenny Williams, and this morning I reported that Brother James Johnson was in the hospital, but he is now here in service. Just raise your hand. Amen. He's back in service this morning. But we have those at home that's continuing to recover at home. Sister Emma Braxman, Sister Paula Epps, Mr. Levi McBride, Mr. A.J. Mack, Coach Walter Griffin, Brother Frank Blunson, Sister Dorothy Aldrich, Mother Triplett, Sister Vera Collins, Sister Aletha Lewis, Reverend Michael Jones, uh, Brother Bobby Smith, which is an, who is an usher, five-month-old Madison Sims, and Sister Thelma Long. We have a card that says, thanks so much for your thoughtfulness. Thanks for being you. This comes from Sammy Henderson and his family. You also have an invitation to the Greater White Chapel, inviting you to the installation uh, service of their new pastor, Reverend Marvin Booker. That service will take place on December 8th at 2.30 p.m. And as I always say, pray when you can, visit where you can, and thank God each day that you can. Amen? Amen. In the spirit of thanksgiving, it is time now that we get ready for our tithes and our offerings. We understand fully that worshiping God through offering is something that all of us are blessed and charged to do. We give for three reasons here at Cade. We give because it demonstrates our obedience to God's word. And then we give to show thankfulness to God for supplying us with all of our provisions that we need in our lives. And then thirdly, we give because we want to see God's kingdom grow through the missions and the ministries that occur here at Cade Chapel, not just around Verdant Edition, but throughout the entire world. There are three ways that you can give the traditional way with the baskets and with the plate. But then you can also give by way of the K Chopper app. And for those of you by live streaming, there should be a, na a, a number on the stream where you will be able to give to this ministry. Now hear the word of the Lord as our tithers come. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy, 
and where thieves do not break in and steal from you. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of God for the people of God. All praises to our God.
church say amen? amen. Will you say amen again for me? Is you choir? We so much be grateful for you for blessing us with songs. We know that you've been taught well. Parents, grandparents, K Chapel, community. If we don't train them, somebody else will. And it looks like we be doing a good job thus far. First, give me thanks to Almighty God, who's the head of my life, to our pastor in his absence and his family, to my fellow ministers in the gospel, uh, especially Joe Redmond there, you know he's my uh, partner in crime. We go and preach the gospel to the prisoners' ministry in the name of the Lord Jesus. And it's nice working with them. And we also want to keep in mind uh, about our fellow ministry and his family that was, I believe, it was announced already about the accident they had this morning on the way to church. So let's keep that in mind with them, lift them up in prayer. I don't want to forget nobody, so what I'm going to do is say that uh, greeting to all saints and sinners. <laughs> if there be any in the house. <laughs> Amen. But I want to give a special thanks to my wife and her presence here because she so many times makes some faithful sacrifices in order to be here and support and darling, I just want to thank you. And uh, we do recognize the sacrifices that you do take to be here and support your husband. At this time, I would like, if you don't mind, to join me with the affirmation by repeating after me. I am about to hear God's holy word concerning my life. My mind is focused. My ears are open. My heart is ready. My soul is thirsty. Now preach, preacher, preach. I'm going to do my best. If the Spirit says so. Amen. Turn with me if you don't mind. Uh, those that may have your Bible or they may put it on the screen. Uh, I'll be coming from the King James Version, traditional the King James Version. And we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 4, verses 3 through 13. And it says, And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, <laughs> if thou be the Son of God, have mercy on the devil. Command a stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, 
and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whosoever I will, I give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou worship. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from his. And I notice in verse 10, now this is Satan quoting scripture here. And I'm going to reflect on that a little more emphasis later on in our message. And Satan said, For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee and keep thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said unto him, It is said, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Let us pray. O oh God, our Father, who has called sinful men to speak forth the, the saving truth of your holy gospel, help me now, Lord, to be a faithful messenger to your people you have committed to my charge. Give me honest conviction. Give me clear speech and a pure intention to thy great glory and the salvation of souls through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I want to speak to you just briefly, if the Lord's Holy Spirit says so, from a topic message of let's make a deal. Let me hear you repeat this after me. Let's make a deal. Uh, Y'all sound louder than that yesterday at the game. Let's try it one more time, but this time together. Let's make a deal. Amen. Thank you very much for your obedience. Now, this is a very familiar term of saying with many of us, especially during this time of the year uh, when we talk about deals. Uh, because on every corner, every time we turn on the TV, the radio, or read a newspaper, or a magazine, somebody is trying to turn or make a deal. As a matter of fact, some of you right now are thinking about making a deal. <laughs> We're just telling it like it is. Because Thanksgiving, and then if you don't make a good deal on Thanksgiving, you got Black Friday, and then you got Cyber Monday, Christmas coming up, New Year. It just goes on and on and on. Because everybody's trying to make a deal. You see, everybody loves to turn a good deal for I have heard many people say in time, they say, honey child, you know, I, I really got a good deal out of that. Uh, now, I've heard of all kinds of deals throughout my life. I heard of some big deals and some little deals. There are some pretty deals. There are some ugly deals. There are some holy deals and there are some unholy deals. There are some deals done in the light. There are some deals done in the wee wee hours of the night. There are some straight deals and some crooked deals. And what do you know that our, even our governments 
are making deals. Uh, one of the ones that's kind of fresh on my mind is, is uh, there's one government official called, made a long distance call to another government official. And he said, let's make a deal. Uh, the deal is, uh, if you dig up me some dirt, I will in turn give you some mucho dinero. In other words, no dirt, no mucho dinero. Now that deal there is, is a bad deal. And it's still going on right now. Now most deals we are we make are selfish deals, but we are only concerned about ourselves, about what we can get out of a deal. But today, just want to make sure we be concerned and we will talk about uh, a deal that is known as a real deal. A deal will, that will satisfy everybody. Uh, looking at our text today, we find Jesus in preparation for fulfilling prophecy that's mentioned in Luke chapter 4, verse 16 to 21 that was prophesied in Isaiah. But Satan had a plan to try to keep Jesus from fulfilling what he was called and anointed to do by tempting him with three, let's make a deal. Isaiah 61, verse 1 and 2 says this, said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that more. First, let me say this, that Satan, I don't know what makes the devil think he is even qualified to make a deal with Jesus. But every time since the beginning of time, the devil has been that way, trying to make a deal with the Lord. First, let us look at the condition of Jesus before being approached by the devil. He was led in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. And of course, he was hungry after coming back from that great feast of fasting. He was hungry. So the devil figured that this would be a mighty good time to deal with the Lord Jesus. You know, the devil is like that. He would try to test you at your weakest moment. And that's the time he tries to deal with you. In the epistle of Second Peter, I mean, First Peter, verse 5, 8, Peter gives us a warning about the devil. Listen to what he says. First thing he says, he said, be sober. And then the second thing he said, be vigilant. Or be alert. He tells you, why? Because your adversary, which is the devil, he's like a roaring lion, roaming around seeking whom he may devour. Now, he gives a warning. The first thing he says is to be sober. Now, it's kind of hard to be alert if you ain't sober. That's why he tells you to be a sober. And then he tells you 
why he wants you to be sober, be vigilant, be alert at all times. Or what? Because your adversary, your adversary is your enemy. And if he's an enemy of God and you're a child of God, then he's your enemy too. So he tells us to be alert. So like Jesus, we too have to watch for that in life. For the devil just, for the devil just watches you and he knows when you get weak. He knows when you are more capable of selling out Jesus. Many of our young folks have been approached by the devils too often and just have sold out because they were at their weakest moment. But I'm here to tell you today, church, that at our weakest moment, that should be really our strongest moments because we call upon the Lord because the Lord tells us to call upon him. He said, resist the devil. He said, be nigh to the Lord. Resist the devil. He's always with you. He'll never leave you. Resist the devil, and he got to flee from you. That's God's word. In our text today, we're going to find out that the devil came to the Lord with three less make a deal offers. And in order to help you understand what these three deals were all about, I'm going to do uh, just a little bit of dramatic acting by pretending like I'm the devil approaching Jesus, and I hope I don't violate any principles of dramatics. <laughs> now, now, before I go any further, let me, uh, I think about 10 years ago when I preached this sermon, I had to get something clarified because somebody heard something I really didn't say. So we want to make sure we understand, because don't get on Twitter and, and text and, 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 and Facebook and, and get on there and talk about, honey child, did you hear Reverend Dunn say he was the devil? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. What I said was that I'm going to be pretending <laughs> like I'm the devil. <laughs> Amen. We just want to make sure we get that straight. <laughs> Deal number one, I can imagine, goes something like this as I pretend like I'm the devil. Mr. Jesus. Now, that right there in itself should throw a red flag up. Anytime the devil come to you and respect you, you ought to know something going on. <laughs> Amen. Mr. Jesus, he said, now, you know, I really admire you. As a matter of fact, I've always admired you, Mr. Jesus, and I have high respect for you. I believe a lot in you, and uh, I really want to believe, Mr. Jesus, that you are the Son of God. Now, somewhat I do believe it, but I really, really want to really believe it, Mr. Jesus, that you are the Son of God. So now, Mr. Jesus, if you are really the Son of God, then I, I have a stone in my hand. And if you are the true Son of God, Mr. Jesus, then take this stone and turn it into bread. And the devil went on to say, Mr. Jesus, I believe you can do it. As a matter of fact, I know you're going to do it because I know you're the Son of God. Because if you turn this stone into bread, a lot of other things can happen. First of all, the two of us can form a, a corporation. 
we can go be in the bread business for ourselves. See, we can go into the bread baking business. We can have our own bakery business incorporated. People all over the world will have to come to us and buy bread. In other words, we will have the bread business sold up. And all I will have to do, Mr. Jesus, is go around collecting stones. And you will miraculously so turn them into bread. And furthermore, Mr. Jesus, not only would you be feeding a whole lot of people, you hungry yourself. Boy, that devil is something, You must realize now, Mr. Jesus, that you have, have not been eating anything in 40 days and 40 nights. So the first piece of bread ought to go to you. Now, Jesus thought about that for a while, for he knew he was hungry. And he knew also that if he did what Satan was talking about, it would no doubt make it possible for Satan to gather for himself more followers than he already had. So Jesus said immediately, he began to think not only about the people's physical needs, but their spiritual needs that way. He knew about hungry people before he grew up amongst hungry people. So Jesus thought about it for a while and said, no deal. For you, see, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So I'm sorry, Mr. Devil, but no deal. So Satan said, well, Mr. Jesus, you know, I, I really did not expect you to accept that anyway. I just wanted to see what you're going to do about it, but I have another deal for you. Uh, deal number two, I can imagine with old something like this, he said, Jesus, this is one of my better deals. I said, then the devil took Jesus upon a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said, now, Mr. Jesus, my second deal is I will give you all the things of the world if you would just worship me. All this you see here, I will give it to you, Mr. Jesus, if you would just bow down and worship me. Now, you don't have to bow down on your knees. All you got to do is just nod your head. That's all you got to do. Jesus stood and looked at the devil very strangely and said, no deal. Because you see, I want something that's going to last eternally and forever. For the things of the world will pass away. So get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God only, and him only shall thou serve. So no deal, Mr. Devil. Now we too are going to find out in our lives many times also that we're going to have to say, No deal. Now for the third deal, the devil had to kind of like deviate. Just a little bit on this one. He, he said, now, Mr. Jesus, you need to sit down on this one. So take a seat right here, Mr. Jesus. For now I have a deal you just can't refuse because this is a super souped-up deal. I want to offer you, Mr. Jesus. Then the devil brought Jesus to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, now, Mr. Jesus, you can't turn down this one because this is a super deal. 
Now, this is the best deal, the best of deals I have to offer you. So now, if you really are the son of God, then I want you to throw yourself down to the ground. And don't worry about any protection because if you are really the true son of God, I have, I know that angelic being will come and protect you and keep you from falling down to the ground and catch you before you're dead. Now you know this Satan said this. He's quoting scripture. Quain had, Satan has a way of quoting scripture. He knows scripture better than you do. He's quoting scripture. Satan, Satan, listen to what he says. Satan knows scripture, but he will add or take away to deceive you into making a deal with you. Satan deceived Eve in the garden. This is what he said. He said, you, you, you shall not surely die. They go, because God knows if you eat of this fruit, your eyes will be open. You'll be as God. You know good from evil. Touch it and see. You won't die. See, just like Satan. But the original scripture tells us this. He said, the original, he said, but of the tree of knowledge of God and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for thou shalt surely die. See, Satan has a way in order to make a deal with you. If you want to go scripture, he'll go scripture with you. If you don't know scripture, he can deceive you into making a deal. So Jesus said, no deal. And Jesus looked at him and said, no deal. It is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You see, what Jesus was trying to tell the devil, that you don't put the Lord on trial, he put you on trial. So we find in the message today that the devil did not have no deal acceptable to Jesus. The devil is trying every day to make a deal with somebody. But I'm here today to tell you, church, that all the devil deals will not come to pass. They are bad deals. But the deals of the Lord will always stand every hour of the day. All throughout the Bible, you can look out through the Bible, you can see when the Lord came to somebody to try to make a deal with him. The Lord one day came to Nicodemus. Y'all remember Nicodemus? He was a man that came to the Lord at night, searching, trying to find out what must he do to enter into the kingdom of heaven. The Lord God said, I got a deal for you. He said, if you be born again, you shall see the kingdom of heaven. Then one day, the Lord met Saul on Damascus Road. And I can imagine the Lord saying, Saul, I know where you're going. And I know your plan to persecute my people and my church. But Saul, I have a better deal for you. So let's sit down a while, Saul, and make a deal. And Saul said to the Lord, what's the deal? The Lord God said, go down to the road. And you will meet a man named Cornelius. And he will give you the deal. And he'll lay hands on you, Saul, and you shall receive your sight. For you are now a chosen vessel of the Lord. I can imagine in the mind when Jonah was in the belly of the fish, the Lord had already told Jonah to go to Nineveh and tell the people to repent. But Jonah instead got on the ship on the way to a city called Tarshish. The Bible said while Jonah was in the ship, there came a great fish, there came a great storm, and the captain of the ship had Jonah thrown over in the sea where Jonah was swallowed by the fish. And as Jonah was in the belly of the great fish, I can hear the Lord say, Jonah, let's make a deal. The deal is if you do my will and do as I told you to do, 
I will cause the fish to get sick on the stomach and vomit you up on dry land. And Jonah said, Lord, I think that's a pretty good deal. The Lord God offers a good deal in the book of Malachi. And I think it's a super duper deal. God says, bring you all your tithes and offerings to the storehouse. And I'll open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you will not be able to receive. I think that's a pretty good deal. Where's where you find a deal when you pay somebody that you owe and they turn right back around and bless you some more? If you pay dealers, if you pay belts, if you pay J.C. Penney, if you pay Victoria's Secret, Old Navy, if you pay your house note, if you pay your car note, the only thing you're going to get back from them is a receipt. Y'all got to help me on that one. Good reason. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, it's disturbing me today to see hundreds of Christian folks going around lacking and doing without. When all they got to do is stop robbing God and start paying God what we owe him. Oh, Lord. See, when Jesus was about to be crucified, somebody said, let's make a deal. Between Jesus and Barabbas, the deal was where you, I will put up Jesus and Barabbas, and you choose the one you want to go free, or the one you want, you would like to be in your life. And you can choose Barabbas, who is a murderer, a liar, a thief. You can't lay your pocketbook down around Barabbas, because he's a thief. He's a mean, low-down, good-for-nothing, junkyard, dirty dog. And I'm here to tell you, you don't want Barabbas in your life. You can choose this man, Jesus. He's known for helping people. He goes around healing the sick. He even been known to have raised the dead. He made the dumb talk and made the lame walk. I heard one time he turned water into wine. He made the man, Jesus, have love and compassion. I find no fault in this man named Jesus. So who do you want to get set free? Jesus or Barabbas, and did you not know they kept on singing that same old song, give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. And even today, a lot of people are still singing that song, give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. Because every time you disobey God and go against Jesus, you're going with Barabbas. Every time we refuse to be all in with the God of justice, you are singing that same old song. Give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. Every time we refuse to act justly, every time we refuse to have mercy, every time we refuse to walk humbly with God, every time we refuse to sing a song, give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. Every time we refuse to minister to the sick, and the shut-in, the hungry, the helpless stranger. Every time we refuse to help the homeless, visit those in prison and comfort and encourage them. Every time we refuse to be peacemakers, what we are really saying, give me Barabbas and crucify Jesus. I don't stop by to tell you today, church, but I wanted to let you know that if you're going to make a deal, you ought to make a deal with Jesus. Isn't that right? I say you ought to make a deal with Jesus. For Jesus is a good deal. He's the best deal around. The reason I say that Jesus is a good deal, because when you're laying down on your sick bed, 
Jesus will give you back your strength. When you are in pain and discomfort, Jesus will take away your pain. When you are hungry, Jesus will feed you. When you are thirsty, Jesus will give you water. When you don't have no place to lay down, he'll give you a place to lay your head. We're talking about let's make a deal today. And let's make a deal with Jesus. When you're hungry, whatever you need, he'll supply all your needs. So my prayer to you today, if you're going to make a deal, make a deal with Jesus. The doors of the church are open. There may be someone here this morning that needs to make a deal with the Lord. Those who are lost and want to be found, Jesus said, I stand at the door, knocking. If any man hears my knock, he said, if you get up, open the door, he will come in and sup with you. I think that's a pretty good deal, don't you? He also said that in Romans 10, 9, he said, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, he said, you shall be saved. John 3, 16 is one of the best deals around. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. The word of God said, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. He said, for all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. Jesus, God just demonstrated his love for us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So now let's make a deal with the Lord. I have decided to follow that's a good deal I have decided to follow oh I have to follow Jesus no
possibly wants to make a statement. Good morning. Um, I just want to say that um, I'm glad to be home. I was gone for a while. I lost myself feeling to um, feeling to a depressed stage. Um, I had to remember where my foundation started. Um, with me being young, I'm only 19, and I have noticed a lot with being in the real world. It is so hard, and I'm so glad that, you know, um, my church family reached out to me. I'm so glad that you all kept me in your prayers. I'm doing a lot better. Um... They're all coming for prayer. So we're going to ask you to take the hand of the person next to you. And I'm going to ask Reverend Wright if he will administer this prayer. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for these who have come, realizing and understanding that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you, Lord, for our sister who recognized and acknowledged the fact that even though it's hard, she knows that you are still the way and that you are the only way. Father, for our brother who has come, rejoicing and thanking you for healing. Oh God, continue to bless him. Continue to give him strength. Continue to give both of them the knowledge of the fact that there is no other way but the cross. We thank you, Lord, and we acknowledge you as our Lord and our Savior. We thank you now for what you've done. And Lord God, we're going to thank you for what you will do. We ask that you will continue to go with them, stand by them, keep them strong in the midst of adversity. Thank you now, Lord. And we're going to claim it in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen.
we recognize one of the ordinances of the Baptist Church, that of Holy Communion. It is a time for us to examine ourselves and determine if there's something that we need to go to the cross and self-examination. Join me in prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, as you have asked us to remember you, we stand in your presence right now. We thank you, Lord, for all of your goodness. And we think we made the best deal possible with accepting you as our Lord and Savior. Lord, we have all sinned and we all come short. And we ask for your forgiveness right now as we come to this table knowing that we are not worthy let us remember the one who is let us remember jesus it is now in the precious name of jesus that we pray amen know that there are some who are gluten sensitive in our audience possibly and Mr. Gentry is standing here with waffles if you need them please raise your hand
Has everyone been served? If not, please raise your hand. On that night, the Bible says that Jesus broke bread and he said, This is my body. Let us eat this in recognition that he gave the ultimate sacrifice. Likewise, he took the cup. He blessed it. He said, this is my blood, a new covenant. This will not be done again until we come into my Father. Let us now drink together. And when they had finished and sung a song, the scripture said that they went out into the Mount of Olives. Let us sing together.
Heavenly Father, as we come to the end of this service and ever so recognize that this is a day of thanksgiving already, we ask that you go with us and bless us, keep us and direct us. It is in the precious name of Jesus and all the saints say amen, amen, and amen. Amen.